Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Sex, Lies, and Love as we're canoeing over into a new year. Welcome, 2024. <gasps> we're here. Who's getting off first? <laughs> oh, I think we've been called. I do. Well, if it's your first time listening to Sex, Lies, and Love, welcome. Oh, God, so happy you're here. You found us. We are a community, a legion of love. A people who care about the well-being of others, starting with ourselves, learning to take better care of ourselves emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally are the foundational pillars of sex, life, and love. Men's emotional well-being is highlighted in our community because I feel there is not enough space given to men's emotional well-being. And I want men to feel welcomed here. I want them to learn and grow with me and together. So you matter to me. And I am so happy you, yes, you are here. I am. I am the Commandress, and if this is your first visit into my classroom, well then you will need to know that I role play as teacher. <laughs> and you pull up as student. Mm, that's so fun. <laughs> it is for me, and I bring play into most everything I do because that's my choice. And I care about creating a world of more love in action. So I'm calling strong hearts. Yeah, I am. I often talk about purity and that is a fierce love that we listen to that call in our heart. Because believe me, a rational mind can deduce it and distill down love and inspiration and spontaneity and boil it down until it's evaporated completely. And rationality has been given such a pedestal to sit on as a way of being in our world. When heart moves through an innocence. The purity I'm talking about is that innocence. And it's what we need to protect. The world we create together is one where that is protected. Innocence has not been protected. And how do we protect it now? Well, first we find it in ourselves because it was kicked out a long time ago in some manner through cultural, societal, religious, governmental, education system. 
indoctrinations. So those are the underpinnings of the show that lead to (laughs) unearthing god-awful lies. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yes, that is true. And today's show, um, we've just pushed through, uh, you know, a tough couple of weeks where everyone was told you had to be very social and eat lots of food and drink lots of alcohol and uh, not give a shit about your liver or, you know, your emotional well-being, but to, you know, eat, drink, and be festive. Well, um, on Christmas morning, I began a gallbladder cleanse, and um, on New Year's Eve, uh, I was drinking the last of the toughest part of the cleanse, which was a half a cup of olive oil and a half a cup of lemon juice, which I shot back at midnight last night. (laughs) As many were toasting with their forms of libations, that was mine. Because purging out things that no longer are needed allow me to bring more in of, of that spark, that spark of infinity. You may call it by a term you learned in religion, you may call it creator, you may call it, there are many words to call, that electricity in us that goes unsaid. You don't hear a doctor roll up and say, hey, well, let's, how are, how's your energy? It's, it's, it's a component we re- really need to own, harness, and ride like a dragon. And in the heart of that spark, how can we be better communicators with one another to grow and exercise that spark, that the emotional well-being that allows our spark to shine instead of being buried, repressed, and conformed into something that replicates. Like, you need to be like everyone else. We're not artificial. We're not here to replicate. We're here as originals. So the communication tools I'm bringing today are three statements that you can use with the person you love, with the people you love in your life, whether it's your partner, your, your best friend, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. And we really are brothers and sisters. The world that I see for us, if you are on my team and in my community, is one where we say no to war because no matter where someone lives, I care about their well-being. I don't believe we're here to kill. I believe we're here to live and to love. So these communication tools are in the heart of how can we love better? Because the people that really matter to us are the gold that we share our gold with. There's a frequency of gold that runs through us. And it can zap someone else. And when we treat that like it's disposable, we don't honor it for what 
wealth it brings to our life, then we unravel the bonds of affection. We need to be protecting the bonds of affection with ourselves, the people we love, and with all of humanity. Let's exercise our greatest power, which is love. Number one of the three statements that you can share with the person in your life, the people in your life, the first one is, I have an appreciation. Can you hear it now? That might be an odd statement because you think everyone wants to hear a nice thing said to them that you don't have to preface and you know, create a stage where it's going to be set. But I'll tell you what, men really love to feel appreciated and have gone without feeling that. Many of them have. Many. And I'm not saying females feel the same way. They feel unappreciated because maybe they're raising children and have a full-time job. They're doing so much. It's just expected of them. Well, expectation of being a provider is a big one that men deal with. So taking time to see if someone's in the headspace for an appreciation recognizes this is, this is important. Let's be present with it. Let me honor this person. They might say, hey, I'm, I'm having a really busy day. No, because they might just whiz past it. And this is something that needs to sink in. It's a chunk of gold you're handing them. The investments we've forgotten about that go with us when we leave the body are these moments of bonds of affection we share with one another. No one is going to ask you for an income statement when you leave this body. Nobody cares how much money you made. It doesn't buy you a better spot on the other side. No. But the moments that you take to connect emotionally with those you love, hmm, hmm, hmm. That, that's the gold I'm talking about. MyHigherKingdom.com is my website because that's the gold. I'm just using those words to represent the gold. That kingdom. Making space for that kingdom to be recognized, seen, and felt. The love I want to extend and say, I have an appreciation. Can you hear it? And they're like, not right now, but after dinner. Okay, great. And then that time comes, honey. I just loved how you spent time last week without turning on the TV and we got to be more romantic and and you went slower and you touched me in ways that I realized the reason why I haven't wanted to have sex is because it's just so fast and it's, it doesn't connect for me emotionally, but you took the time and I just want you to know that that turned me on and it makes me want to do all kinds of other things with you, baby. <laughs> 
So yeah, that would be an appreciation you really want to take note to, right? Instead of someone rushing through it really fast and just saying, hey, I really loved what we did on Thursday night. You know what I mean? That space. I'm always going to bring up and talk about spaciousness. To me, that's the feminine energy in, in us all. You know, a woman has to expand for a man to enter. That expansion is in all of us. But society has driven us as data collectors to replicate actions day after day like a robot. And we lose a connection to the heart. And then we become artificial. My team, my community, you and I are here to be authentic, original, connected to that source. My door just blew, my front door just blew open. I love when I said connected to that source and the wind chime. And that connection just came right through my door, right through my heart door is where it comes out. And my front door going open (laughs) reminded me of how we each do that in our lives. When we open our hearts like that, it just goes wide open and it blasts those in our life in ways that feed them. So, number one, I have an appreciation. Can you hear it now? Number two, I have an ouch. Oh, cheese! I have an ouch or withdraw. That means you're holding love. You're withholding love from that person. And you know, as well as I do, there is that moment where we close off. It happens so fast. Something has been said, the way it was said, where it was said, how it was said, bam, we closed off. If that is never addressed, another one happens or another one happens and a separation. Just picture two ships on a sea just going further and further apart. They still might be under the same sky, the same roof, but there's a distance that grows. Perfect roommates because no one's disturbing no one because... Just keeping the ships nice and far apart. And that stuff just got buried. No, no, don't bury it. You just take the time and say, I have an ouch. And how this works is the one person airs the ouch. The other person does not at all defend. They might say, thank you. And I'm sorry. But that's it. It's not up for debate. It's that heart that gets the space to open back up. So if you come to the table and he hasn't kept his word, which is a big thing that makes a female start to be that ship that slides away. Not keeping your word, even with the smallest of things, it just breaks trust each time you become less trustworthy less trustworthy and there's you're you're 
breaking the bonds of affection. The cord of love that went from one heart to the other is just starts to gets thinner and thinner and it just starts to separate because one action led to the other person's response and both end up hurt because. So if someone says, hey, I really, uh, I, I'm going to make plans to come see you. I really want to see you. And you weren't even planning on seeing this person. They're always telling you how busy they are. It's, and, and believe me, if you take, if you give them an hour, they'll tell you an hour's worth of what they've been doing because they're their identity is all about being busy. Instead of taking that time to just connect with you, it's about you know how important their life is. They're, they're, they don't realize what they're saying is, my life's so much more important than yours. They don't even consider that your time that you make for them because they just see their life is so full. So let's say this person says, hey, I'm making time to come see you. I want to. And all of a sudden, you're all excited. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's, oh, my God. I had no expectation. And you show your excitement. You just, you're just beaming all this good, good juju. And you're sending it their way. And then time's getting closer. Time's getting closer. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The whole holiday vacation's almost up. Okay. We're down to the last 48 hours. And then you pose an invite to them because you know the clock's running out and they haven't made their way to you. So you're going to make it easy. Why don't you go halfway to them? And then you hear nothing from them. 24 hours goes by. Now you're in the last window of the holiday season. And they're like, just whipping you a text. Hey, sent you some gifts. Oh, okay. Uh, can't make it out. Ouch. Ouch. Again, heart space isn't the same as the mind. The heart had been open, excited. You lay to bed and they got in it and got all snuggly and then you never arrived. That's what happens when we open our hearts. And we could close our hearts more to people who don't keep their word because trust you're not we can't I don't, we don't trust you the same way it's it's not like you just replace it like okay now i believe you <laughs> no you've given more than one example already it's it, it just is now like okay that's this is the disconnection with this person and they they can go from someone really close to more of a an associate you know they you you slide them out of a closeness but if they are your partner you really need to nip this and apply these communication tools and say, I have an ouch. When you don't keep your word, like, I should bring in the garbage cans. Could you do that? And you said, oh, sure, honey. When I pull in the car tonight, I will before I close the door. And then when you walked in the house, she's cooking dinner or she's opening takeout. And she looks out and she sees the cans. And she's like, honey, I asked you to bring the cans. You're like, I know. It's, I'm too tired. I just didn't. I'll do it tomorrow. If you think that leaves her mind and she can let go of it just like you did, no, it means something else to us. It's your word. It's it's something to keep in order. It's something we wanted to get off of our mind. We wanted to do it with you. You were going to pull up that end, um, you know. And so when we can communicate, I have this ouch, 
you didn't bring the cans in and I know to you, you just dismiss it, but to me it means a lot and it doesn't make me want to like sexually even want to be with you because you act like it's no big deal, but now it's waiting on me. So I can't just lie back and want to mess around because I'm thinking, oh God, okay, the cans have to be in the morning. So females are always running this list. It's like we, we have this responsibility of keeping people alive and, and making children and, and having our finger on a million things. We have more of our brain developed. It's true. Impulse control is one of the parts of our brain that's developed more than a man. So we want to have it, you know, taken care of. And these, these things are important. So you could respond with, oh, honey, thank you for letting me know. And there's no excuse. You can't say why you did it. And you're just dismissing it like you did for yourself. Don't do that to her because you dismiss her feelings. Men dismiss the emotional connection and not realizing they do, they then start to hurt the bonds of affection by not keeping their word. So that's an example of number two. The last one is three. Let's make an agreement. We check in once a week. So you say, let's make an agreement. We check in every morning or once a week. And then what are your boundaries and what are your needs? So she might say, Last week, I know you brought up some fantasy you have, and I was so opposed to it. I know, honey, I was just like, no, we're not doing it. And, and you walked away, and I walked away from that meeting, and I'm sure you didn't feel good, but I felt good that I got to lay my boundary. But because I realized it was important to you, I did some research, I met with a coach, and I had her, you know, work, touch my body in ways that I realized, oh my God, this is something I've never had, and I don't know that I don't like it. In fact, when someone took their time to touch me and it wasn't rushed, I felt more connected and open and sensual. And so now I do want to explore your fantasy with you. So my boundary has changed, but my needs around that are, I need you to go slow. I need you to communicate more openly, use your words, and um, I need you not to have a goal in mind where you project your goal to have an orgasm on me. I don't want that on me because I can't be in my spaciousness. So I gave three examples around that, and I had teachings within those examples. I think you've got this, and I expect you to write those down, those three tools, and get one of them working in your life once a week as soon as you can with somebody in your life so that you begin to practice by doing your homework. Okay? And write to the commandress at commandress at mainmail.us because your engagement, knowing how the homework is landed for you, how you are practicing it, what you appreciate, what you would like to learn more about, what you wish I would teach and classes this year online. Those are things that I want to know. I love you. And together, we can make a difference in the world by being there for one another. I appreciate you. Thank you for being the man you are.
And if you are a lady listening, thank you for supporting the men in your life and helping their emotional well-being. Because with their hearts and ours, we automatically have a more loving world to live in. Class.